Howdy, howdy, and welcome to my bloody Judy with your final forgets, myself, Zachary Patton Garcia. And Ian Carlos Crawford. Do you want me to introduce our, uh, yes, our guest? Yes, go for it. Yeah. Well, we today our... <laughs> today, Already trash. Okay. I know, Jesus Christ. And today our opening kill is... Adam Strawn. Hi, Adam. Adam hey, guys. Strong. How are we doing? Pretty good. How are you? It's like we didn't even introduce ourselves before we started recording. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, Tell us a little bit about you, who you are, where you've been, what you do. Okay. So, uh, yeah. So my surname's pronounced Strawn. That's an in-joke. Um, <laughs> I'm, yes, yeah, so I'm based in the northeast of England, which explains this accent. I'm uh, on YouTube, so I do a lot of videos on there. I have my own podcast as well called Into You, which you guys might know a little something about. Maybe. Uh, full feature on there, maybe, potentially. Uh, but yeah, big horror fan as well. So I'm really, really looking forward to this. Thank you so much for having me on, guys. I'm really, really excited, really pumped for this. Absolutely, absolutely. Today, we're actually going to be covering... Um, so we're, we're technically into our My Bloody Judy's summer camp. Now, this is our summer camp. Welcome to yes. summer camp. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's fun. Um, I don't know when this one's actually going to go out. I'm assuming it'll go out first. Yeah. I forgot I wanted us to dress like we were at a camp, Zach. I forgot about that. Damn I it. Have, I don't know. I should oh, have man. Worn, a, worn a name tag or something. I can tie this into like a tank top. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. Just, I could have worn some plaid or something. But yeah. So today we're going to be covering for the first episode of summer camp. Um, the Evil Dead. Uh, we're going to do. There's a lot of them. There's a few of them. So we're going to do the 1981 original versus the 2013 reboot, because I do believe they intended it to be in the same sort of universe. It's not technically a remake. It's like a soft relaunch uh, of it. If one if one watched Loki, it's an alternate. I feel like it's like part of the multiverse of Evil <laughs> I did Dead. think of that. I did think about that. Yeah. <laughs> Because we've got Ash and we've got Mia. And so I, I was really You know what I meant to look up? A, a Before this recording, I meant to look up because there was Ash versus the Evil Dead, which was a few, like what? Like four or five seasons, I think. Yeah. Um, I meant to look up if she ever was like referenced in that show. Yeah. Because it, like you said, like it really was intended to be like that because he has a fucking cameo at the end. So I always yeah. wondered if they referenced her in the show or like that ever popped up that there was like a different universe. But I forgot yeah. to look that up. I also wonder if it's just her that didn't want to come back because i feel like they could still do it they could still bring her back and like i feel like there were plans for a while to do that i mean this yeah. was what, 2013 mm. i wonder if she just like didn't want to come back or something like that this movie did well right i think it did fairly well and it's like a well. really well-made movie too it's yeah. not like a like a cash grab um a remake it was like there's care put into it so out of these two adam which one did you kind of hit a little Ooh. bit harder for you you know what? It's really hard to say, and I've been going backwards and forwards on this because I appreciate them both for like very different reasons. Um, but if I had to choose one, I would probably say uh, 2013. Okay. I think just for the little touches and changes that they made, and they made sense of a few things as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it's a really good for like a kind of a you know remake ish. Um, I think it's one of the better ones to be honest. So, um, yeah. If what I had to choose, what about you? Ian? Yeah, same. Like, I, I appreciate them both for different, like, mm. because they're very different, even though it's the same kind of plot. They're just very different. Um, yeah. And, like, I don't know. I was never, I, Evil Dead, I know it, like, very, a lot of people are very precious about Evil Dead, right? Like, it's mm. like, 
a cult favorite. I can remember before there was like, before I knew of like weird indie movies, I knew like Evil Dead was like a horror movie I never saw that like didn't look that scary to me even as a kid, but like was like very like held in high regard by a lot of people. I remember I was thinking about this this week um, in my English class, like we had, a, you know how like in high school you get like random extra credit projects that kind of had nothing to do with anything, but it'd be like, make something cool. Um, <laughs> and I remember the AV nerds who like I was of course cool with because we both read comics, um, put together like an army of darkness, evil dead mashup, but like with voiceovers as if it was referencing whatever Shakespeare we had just read. And I remember thinking it was like so cool. And they were like, this is our favorite series and like blah, blah, blah. We like dubbed it for this. Um, and I remember thinking it was awesome and like not, I mean, still like I go back and I'm like, how do they do that with VHS tapes? I have no idea. Um, I don't know how to do that. Like, that's a big, that's a, oh, no, no, that's a big, that's a big question now that I, cause I was just, okay. Thinking, I thought you were making fun I, of me. No, I was thinking <laughs> maybe I movie, but then I have to remember that this was back in what, mm. 1946. Um, Fuck. <laughs> 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 um, but like, so I, I remembered like they were all like very vocal about how much they loved this movie series. Mm. Um, mm. And that was like my first encounter with that. And I was like, what, 16 maybe. Um, but so I never, it was never precious to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but eh, I'm, oh, and Zach, you know this already. I'm turned off by anything that has rape. Um, mm. So the tree rape, and you both know my best friend, Kim, who I got my tattoo with. Uh, I remember her describing the movie to me when we were kids and being like, I saw this stupid fucking horror movie and a tree rapes a girl. And I was like, there, there's no way there's a horror movie where a tree <laughs> rapes a girl, Kim. And she was like, yeah. it does. The tree rapes her. And I was like, no, that's not yeah. what happens. And well, she was right. That is what happens. Uh, yeah, it's 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 one of the most disturbing parts of both of them. Yes. Um, I think <laughs> that people are precious about originals anyway right um mm-hmm. so i i think i feel like people are always a little bit hesitant to choose a remake or a reboot over an original anyway but like mm-hmm. i just feel like i mean Raimi had his hands in this one like it wasn't directed yes. by him but he did have his hands in it so um there's a little bit of a blessing there and i feel like it just was like there was so much care put into it and, and it, like is a truly terrifying movie all on its yes. own um yeah. the sirens are like scare the shit out of me anytime i hear like sirens used in that way it's just like mm. insanity it's um, like here in silent hill where it's like silent ah! hill, I was gonna say. Yeah. yeah yeah and but like i mean there are a, a bunch of differences between them um so instead of you know sort of a versus we're gonna t- just kind of talk about the comparisons i guess because the original Zach, was you didn't answer your question <laughs> okay that you have oh, for us oh 2013 100 okay. 2013 yes <laughs> um the 1981 version was like incredibly low budget i think they made a short film before this one to try to like sizzle it and get get funding to make like a a full-length version uh, but even mm-hmm. still it looks low budget it looks like a bunch of guys like with their handheld camera in you know a really small space like sometimes you can even see like camera shadows on the act back of the actors <laughs> and like it just got that like home quality feel to it like i think when we covered uh, black christmas at what did adam say adam said um that these old movies just feel lived in right like yeah. they have that texture and that, that quality better, yeah. and so yeah. this one does have that and i really appreciate that but it also has like the hammy acting and like you know yeah. so wait so yeah. <laughs> are you gonna are you gonna bring up what i because <laughs> i was gonna say so the thing that 
And I know that like retroactively we've made it like, oh, it was supposed to be like that. But this movie definitely was not made on purpose like that. The second mm. one was. They leaned yes. into it in the second one. This one yeah. was they were taking it very seriously. Yes. <laughs> and that's what can <laughs> often take me out of this first one because I know they're beloved and like retroactively it's been like, oh, the second one and Army of Darkness are very cheesy. Ash versus the Evil Dead. I'm sure I've never seen the show, but I'm sure they lean yeah. into like the silliness, which is great. I like when, you know, series 10. But the first one, I always think of... Um, What's that movie that's like beloved because it's so bad with the guy with Tommy Wiseau did it? Um, what happened? Oh, it? The Room? The Room, yes. Yeah. Like The Room, you know, like he made that movie and he was very serious about the movie, but now yeah. he's like, oh yeah, it was supposed to be silly and like it definitely wasn't. Mm -hmm. um, 100% no. But that's what I think of with this movie because the acting is so ridiculous mm. that there has never been a point when this movie actually scared me because it's just so yeah. like, it's <laughs> almost cartoony. Um, yeah. But like, I, I was going to say, I brought up an article because I had this on my desktop. So the budget back then in 79, when they made this, Raimi and his crew had roughly $350,000 to play with. This 2013 movie was made on a $17 million budget. So wow. like, oh, big difference. differences. Yes, <laughs> yes. I'm proud of you, Ian. You have facts pulled up and everything. Look at yeah, you. <laughs> I love I think, when um, Zach is proud of me. <laughs> I think as well, that's part of the charm of like the original, really. It's like guerrilla filmmaking, really, isn't it? It comes across like that. You know, like some friends just come together. Let's go out to an actual cabin in the woods that we found and let's just throw some shots together and try it. And when you read about like how some of the shots were done, I mean, like, yeah, like a camera attached to a piece of wood on a bike to get yeah. the point of view of the evil. Like, I mean, stuff like that doesn't really happen now. And even like, yeah. wasn't Sam Raimi like in like a little boat pushed across the water by like Bruce Campbell to get like that across <laughs> the water shot as well. Yeah. Just stuff like that. Like, I, I kind of love that. The fact that, you know, they had a budget of pennies, as we said, mm -hmm. and they kind of just went out there and had fun. Although they did, you know, if you read more about it, like spent winter in that cabin and everything. And by the end, we're like burning bits of the cabin just to stay warm. I mean, that's insane. <laughs> it's, I mean, it, it is like inspiring, isn't it? Like they made this yeah. whole movie that turned into this franchise that still lives on today yeah. they were just like young filmmakers who were like you know making a cool thing together and yeah. like i think at one point during filming they got lost in the woods because yeah. you know, no gps no nothing right. like they're just out yeah. there and like probably didn't have oh, and i guess they probably had permits for something but like mm -hmm. the amount of like side steps they probably had to take around like actual filmmaking to get this i feel like it's like if the like, three of us were like we're gonna do a horror movie well we'll see yeah <laughs> and like, we'll see what like what we could do you know as as us in 2021 we could make a horror movie out of like a zoom call like this but back then like it was a lot it was they had to use actual film they had to like like it was just a whole process and so to do that on such a shoestring budget is like so mm. impressive for us yeah. to get the the water view would be me on Zach's shoulders holding a camera up. <laughs> and then like not I, I'm not filming. Realize I'm not filming halfway through. We have to redo the whole. The thing. camera dies. Adam, go again. Go again, Adam. Go again. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm not paid enough for this shit. <laughs> I like that we've all assumed that Adam would be the actor. He's the actor. Because, He's yeah. The actor. I mean, let's be real. But, um, I mean, I would throw myself into like cabins and everything, like the way that Bruce Campbell does. To be fair, I mean, there was no medical team or anything when they were filming this and he's thrown himself into like wood and everything so I think, proper commitment i think ramey and campbell were pretty good friends before this yeah. too i think they made the, yeah. the um, short film together but like oh, ramey was super inspired by like hp hp lovecraft which you can see like all over this thing. Yeah. Um, but did you guys so uh, speaking of how hammy it was in the beginning where they almost get in the car accident did you see the shot where it like zooms in on the girl just ah 
Yeah. Uh, like, oh my god. So it's just awful. I'm gonna be this person. <laughs> I hate to be the like buzzkill, but like it is a little bit like the the women have like they're all interchangeable in that first movie. Yeah. So that's why I do really like yeah that Mia isn't even she isn't even Ash, right? She's not mm-hmm. Ash just as a lady, she's like a different character. Mm, um, yeah. And I remember when I saw the 2013 on a very bad date, um, I saw it and I kept waiting for one of them to be like, oh, my friends call me at, like I was waiting for, uh, is it David? Yeah, David, that's my brother. That's like the main character. I was waiting for like there to be like a cutesy, like, well, my middle name is Ash or like, oh, Mm -hmm. well, you know, they used to call me Ash in high school or like some throwaway line. But I liked that it was kind of just, nope, these are different people. They just happen to be going through the same shit that yeah. the characters in the first one did. And I yeah. I think that works in towards its advantage. They were all wearing the same colored like clothing as well, though, you know. So like David's wearing a blue shirt, like Ash was, and like even the other characters, like uh, you know, like Scott and Eric are wearing like the plaid shirts as well. So it's quite cool how it's just a little subtle nod without being these actual characters. Yeah. And Mia is mm. like, um, she does take the role of like Sherilyn, which is would have been Ash's yes. sister, but like, you know, they've given her I mean, I guess that was supposed to be kind of a twist and like people were yeah. supposed to be shocked in the theater. I don't remember ever being shocked. Um, I just can't remember watching it, honestly. Um, but it just like you're right like she is this fully fleshed out character and she she is i kind of like her a little bit more than ash i just mm-hmm. I like a, a heroine anyway yeah Wait, we're we're all gay here <laughs> we're gonna like the heroine more. but she's got the red dress and like she's just like you know she's got that 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 look and it's not even just final girl but like she's still got a little demon in her i like i, I like full-heartedly believe that she's got a little demon mm-hmm. in her but like as far as ash and mia um I don't know what kind of because in the first one ash is he's kind of like stands idly by for most of the ride he doesn't really do anything until like it's just him and he has to do something um and i guess mia to an extent also but like she's running around this whole damn movie anyway like trying to get out of there trying to like you know stealing cars Mm -hmm. and everything like we're plunged into her storyline first her addiction storyline yeah um so there's a, I don't know, like as far as Ash and Mia, which one, I mean, which one kind of do you gravitate more towards? I mean, we already um, answered that with, you know, everybody's. <laughs> yeah. And I, I think, I think the thing is, it like, there's, because I don't want anyone to think we're just like shitting on the original or a Sam, like Sam Raimi no. or yeah. um, Bruce Campbell, because like Bruce Campbell, like once they leaned into it, they knew what they were like i feel yes. like once they this had the just line, they just weren't here yet they yeah. weren't there yeah. yet but yeah. second movie on like he's an icon now yeah yeah, yeah um, i think um as well like the the mia storyline the drug addiction really fixed a lot of like what didn't really work about the first one so like you know they are there to try and help her go cold turkey right and like so her freaking out obviously about that evil presence and obviously being taken over that you know they are just like oh no that's just her going cold turkey so that's why they're ignoring her that's why they're not rushing out straight away whereas in the original when absolute shit's kicking off and like cheryl's like freaking out and they're like well you know we'll just stay till the morning where they, they be say fine. i'm not leaving for you she yeah. came in like something fucked her up in the woods like maybe exactly. let's go to town for the rest of the night right and they're like no 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 we're not leaving we're happy out here in the woods in the middle of nowhere but Her um, brain doesn't know what happened <laughs> i have to say like for me like the insanity levels of like cheryl in the first film i mean she's already crazy before she gets possessed why is she going on a couple's trip away as a third <laughs> wheel to a cabin in the woods why 
<laughs> why is she in the woods? It, it, like calling out. I know somebody's exactly. out. Then why are you there by yourself? Get What's your brother plan? to go outside <laughs> with you. What's her plan? What's she going to do if someone turns up? Oh, shit. Um, I, I think as well that, you know, that scene when the tape rec- recording starts playing and she's like, rather than just being like, Ash, do you mind just turning that off? She's like, shut it off. And it's like, okay. I actually wrote in my notes that would be Ian every time he walks into a club and then I'll play My Chemical Romance. Shut it off! Oh, <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. Fantastic. No, you're not wrong. Don't be rude just because I'm wearing a skeleton t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wearing an Evil Dead t-shirt. Yeah, fuck off. <laughs> oh, that's, did you get that for this? Yeah, it was oh, in a, it was an HMV today, so oh, I saw it and I was like, yep, perfect. I'll do. Perfect. Yeah. Adam was way more prepared than we were, Zach. Where is my, my final girl poster? I think Mia is in it, so I have heard you. <laughs> yes, she is in there. I did wear Love this because I was like, eh, this is kind of like you a like dressed up like the, the deadites, you know? Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. A um, yeah. Ooh, I would haunt the two of you. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> what do you think, Ian, uh, works more about Mia it, it, with just these two first films than, than Ash? Okay, so I know that we're like kind of jerking off the remake. I will say my issue with the remake is it's a little, there's like, it's a pinch too relentless mm. for my taste. I like that though. Um, yes. Like Mia is like, the, like I, I appreciate that she comes back because I was like, yeah. I remember when I was watching it, I was like, what, are you fucking kidding me? She's like this depressed drug, this like depressed like addict who's trying to get over her addiction and like gets raped by a tree, gets turned into a zombie, like what? But so I was like a little, like I felt a little better when she came back to life. Um, but like, it just felt a pinch too relentless without any, I needed a little bit like someone maybe cracks a joke, maybe one. <laughs> like I just needed like a little levity. Um, and so that's like my thing. But Mia as a character, I think is really well done. And I think Jane mm. Levy's just really good. Oh yeah, um, yeah. I mean, Zach, you and I have talked about this a bunch, especially on the show. I think a lot of these like really good actors sometimes just like stumble into horror, right? And mm. then they're like, I'm good. I don't need to do it again. And for Even some fucking really reason, they don't like realize they're genius in this genre, yes. right? Yes. Um, but maybe she does because she did work with this director again for Don't Breathe, mm. right? Like yeah. he did Don't Breathe also. Oh, I forgot she was in that. Yeah. yeah so, I didn't see it, but. Uh, yeah. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) well, he now has two sequels that like he's going to be, I don't know if he's working on anything Evil Dead related going forward, but he did Don't Breathe 2, and I don't believe she's in that one either. So maybe she's just like not a fan of like, maybe she's trying to break out of horror or something. I don't know. We should, I'll do some research on that, but Mm. yeah, she is like phenomenal and she, she's pretty great actress. Yeah. yeah, I I really think it's like her acting that kind of, because like, you know, that character could be boring Mm -hmm. if it was Mm. just like a lesser actor the character would definitely not be as yeah. like engaging um yeah. but she's really good and it's it's crazy that she's so good at horror because like normally i feel like she does like more like rom y like she's a funny character right what was yeah. that show i can't remember the name shameless of the show. is she in shameless i know she's no. in shameless yeah was she's she? in shameless for a little bit yeah oh she oh not okay um but there was that show that she was like that's what like what made her blow up i forget i don't know okay but whatever, it was like a funny show. It was like her and Alan Tudyk was in it. And like, that was more of like her brand. So I appreciate someone who can like blip over to like really intense horror yeah. and like nail it, but then also mm-hmm. can do like a like funny, whatever. 
I did think yeah. Bruce Campbell was like incredibly handsome in this one. I kept looking oh my at God. him and like, yeah. I'd never seen him like this before. Because I mean, he's always been like, just Bruce Campbell. He's like right. the funny guy. He does yeah. the, you know, chainsaw arm. And like, he was very handsome in this movie. Okay, I've got it in my notes, like sweaty ash. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> he has to be sweaty. I agree. With that. Uh, if there's little, no sweat, I'm not interested. On the cheek. Yeah, the moment I, there's a drop of sweat, I'm interested. I think I said this to Zach, but like even his action figure is hot. Like yeah. that is this pretty. Guy's hot. a babe. <laughs> even the the name Bruce, like I, he's exactly who I would picture somebody yes. who named who's named Bruce. Lee, yeah, you know that they look yeah. like. Um, some people mm. just fall into their name, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I am. Um, I I agree about Mia. Like I think sometimes you get people like on the internet who shit on like you know acting in horror films but mm-hmm. i think in this film in particular mia shows off her acting chops i mean she goes she shows such a range she really does even from like you know even the more like hammed up acting which they lean into as we said you know like when david goes in to check on her and she's doing that it's almost like the ring moment when like the, the hairs over the eye and you just see one eye and she's like there's yeah. something in here oh my gosh that. okay so yeah. i don't want to sound weird <laughs> here at all but like if i hear something in a movie or in a song or something that like sticks in my head i'll say it out loud mm. and i'll like do that so like there's something in here with this like i've done that line yeah. like a million times just sitting in my bathroom by myself like not like staring at myself but like if i'm in the shower i'll do it in like the whisper like i don't know it's just i just imagine you like, like sitting on the toilet looking at your phone being like there's something I know, I, I'll do it. I'll do it as much as I can, like her too. Um, it's just uh, exactly, yeah. Like she's you just and, great. She's really. She's good. phenomenal. You, so, you and I are this. You and I are the same. <laughs> you and I are the just, same person. Just whispering around our house, uh, you know. I, but I do it for all sorts. Like the end of Kill Bill, I'm like, <laughs> I mean, you know, when he, when she kills Bill at the end, yes, I'm like, yeah. I'm literally like, how do I look? You look ready. Exactly. Like literally, like yeah. repeating everything to myself, doing this to myself. Yeah, that's also perfect. Um, uh, so- I will tell you, uh, referencing Kill Bill, I promise I'll get back to Evil Dead. I oh. will recite uh, Lucy Liu's, like, now if any of you sons of bitches oh. have anything else to say, now's yeah. the now's fucking the time. Fucking that's so good. Yeah. Didn't think that. So. And then the <laughs> silly rabbit tricks are for kids. I do that a lot. Yes. A lot. Um, Go, go, Donnie. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just have to have a whole episode of us just like yeah. throwing out random lines from random movies. Um, I love it. It's a competition. Um, <laughs> so as far as story what do we think about story and and that includes like the setup how they find out about the book you know the, the mm. dead eyes like everything um, so for me personally like so yeah. one of my favorite things about storytelling i think the i have problems with the way this the 2013 version opens compared to how the original opens so the original what i really like about it, it's almost like that I love storytelling where it's like that found item, you know, like, so the characters find an item and they're discovering things along with you as you're watching. So obviously like, you know, um, Ash and uh, Scott go down to the basement, they find the book of the dead, they find the tape recorder and they find that weird dagger as well. And you're kind of discovering along with them as you, you hear the tape play and you're kind of learning along with them. Whereas, and it kind of reminds me a little bit of, have either of you, I've actually got it right next to me, this is weird. Has either of you read House of Leaves? Yeah. Yes. Okay, yeah. So you what know is that, that cover. Hold on. Show me that cover again. It's the UK cover. Wait, I have UK that cover. one. I don't I bought have it. that one. I, want I that bought one. it when I went to London because awesome, I was like, ooh, a new cover. Yeah, it's awesome, yeah. right? But yeah, so what I love about that is it's the same type of thing where, you know, moves into a house, finds a diary, he's discovering what happened business. So I love that type of storytelling for me because you're finding out, and the engagement for me is so much more as an audience member because you're finding out along with the characters, right? The problem I had with the opening of 2013 in comparison was you get that scene at the beginning. So you see the, the girl in the woods and you get the kind of the fake out where you think, oh, she's been chased. Why? You find out she's a demon. You see the book of the dead where they're reading from it. 
they obviously set her on fire and then all of that. And then it cuts back to them coming into the cabin. I kind of wish we didn't have that because we have already been given that information. So when we start to see Mia freak out, we're already kind of thinking, right, we had that scene at the beginning. We kind of know where this is going. So it's almost like, well, dramatic irony, really, isn't it? Where we know something now that the characters in the film don't know yet. So we're just waiting for them to discover. And I kind of don't, for me, I'm that takes me out a little bit of the film. I'm like, mm, I don't know. I just, I just prefer to find it out with the characters. And I prefer that shock value as opposed to waiting for them to catch up to me, if that makes sense. But um, overall, I think the 2013 version really did build a lot more on the mythology, kind of talking about like the different ways of like, you know, bring, like releasing the soul with like the burning and the burying and all of that. Like, I, I really liked that we got more of that and we got to see more of like this evil presence as more of it was like a point of view in the first film. But then by the, the very last part of the 2013, I love that we had that face off. Yeah. I think the film kind of, the first film kind of lacked that a bit more, but yeah, I think for storytelling overall, I'm more kind of like, I like to discover things and unravel things along with the characters as opposed to have been fed and then waiting for them to catch up. If that makes sense. And I've never, I've never hated the opening to the 13th, uh, 2013 version because like technically it's like a gorgeous scene like it oh yeah it's well acted it looks great it's very like it gives that atmosphere but i do agree with you i think it wasn't necessarily needed because we don't see those characters again we don't really yep. see any like i think the only thing we see is like a burnt post yeah like later on in the movie but it doesn't really come back at all at yep. any point in the in the film so and also like isn't this supposed to be like their family cabin so like there's these yeah. random people that were there, um, mm. but then there's, the, I, it just didn't make, I, I agree with you. I think just jumping into the story and maybe letting it unfold with the audience would have been a little bit better. I think yeah. if we had somehow gone back to that, it would have been like- Worth but it. Yeah, I, I can see that. yeah, you see like, you see like the people who like, it almost looks like, you know, they, there were people who were living in the woods. Like there was this witch and there was like, yeah. like where were they after a this? A group of you people, know? like yeah. who were these people? Yeah. Even if they like lived in town or something, maybe just to like see them again. Um, yeah, but we don't, and so it's kind of pointless at the end. Um, I will say, I, I, whenever I'm writing horror or like coming up with like a script or something or anything like that, I always go back to the script for the 2013 one because yeah. it is like expertly written. Like it is yeah. a a ride. I, I highly suggest everybody go read it. Um, I don't know. Story, Ian, what do you think? Setup and everything, like the tape recorder and the book and all that. I mean, I like that shit. Um, mm. It's very, I think of, now I can't remember which came out first. Cab, is it, did Cabin in the Woods come out first or did this come out first? Uh, Cabin in the Woods and then this came out after. Because I, okay, because yeah. I was thinking that I thought that, but then I was like, am I making that up? But yeah, I remember thinking like, ooh, because mm. I love... I mean, you said it too, Adam. You love, like, they find an item, right? And then yeah. it unravels. I do like that form of storytelling. And I like the, like, unknown of, like, ooh, what are we going to, like, find? What are we looking at? Um, and I like that it's all, like... I mean, Zach, you said the opening looks gorgeous. I think the whole movie looks so yeah, good. Yeah, but it wasn't like, needed, right? It wasn't yeah. that needed, though. It oh. went, like, above and beyond. <laughs> <laughs> so I do... I like it because I like that kind of setup. I like... That it's showing us almost that like these characters kind of have nothing to do with they're just stumbling into this bad thing but they really mm -hmm. like could have avoided the bad thing, right like it's yeah. not really they didn't like they didn't like a, a, no one drowned while they were making out in the like lake and then the mom came back to murder them it's just like oops we stumbled into this thing and now we're gonna fucking die yeah. and i kind of yeah. like that 
Yeah. Mm. I'm a, I was a fan of it. I think it would have been a little bit better also if they had not made it like a family cabin and like their pictures weren't all over the cabin or something like that. Yeah. There was some cabin that they just looked up on some website, rented it to go and like get her sober and stuff like that. But I think like <laughs> in the first one, they didn't really have like it was just a bunch of kids going for like a like a vacation, right? They were just going to hang out and stuff. There was just to really get high. A, or there wasn't really yeah. a reason they were there. But like I always love and, and that's okay. That's perfectly okay. You know, because yeah. people do that. Um and that's yeah. what makes it scary. But like I just love a reason. I love that, you know, she's there. She's been trying to get sober. She's had, you know, she's overdosed. And, like, we get a lot of depth in the Mia character, like, so yeah. quickly, like, immediately. And um, the brother-sister, like, relationship, I even, like, I even really liked them as brother and sister. And, he, you know, he wasn't bad to look at either. Um, <laughs> but it just, I think, as far as setup and everything, um, I something's always more creepy to me like like what you guys both said you know the found thing something is found and like the the tape recorder i think in 2013 works more because it's this antiquated thing and yeah. it's like how do we even set this up you know figure it out you figure out how to mm. set it up and then there's this ominous voice that sounds old whereas when you listen to it and you see them listening to it in the 1981 we're like well that's time specific you know it's like already of their time and the the audio doesn't even sound that old because the whole movie sounds that old right right yeah um, and then, <laughs> um and then the book the book's introduction in the, in the 2013 is just so fucking crazy to me it's like yeah. and they and they like the way they're cutting it together and like it's, it's just moving so fast and we're yelling at this character stop you know it's wrapped in a trash bag don't don't open it. Don't cut the barbed wire. You know, don't read mm. everything that's there. He's like scribbling to try to find all the words. And it's just like pacing. It's just so yeah. good. It's tension building, isn't it, really? When yeah. we kind of wait in on it and we know what's going to happen because we've had that kind of introduction, really, which is why I kind of wish we didn't. I, you know, I kind of wish like he was doing all this and we kind of like are at that point where we're like, oh my God, what is going to happen? And I know like we are watching this from the point of we've seen the original, we know what the Book of the Dead is, the Necronomicon, we kind of know what's going to happen. But for people who haven't seen that, yeah. that's where I, I would have preferred to be like, oh my God, give me more of this. Like, what is going to well, happen? Well, it's like House of Leaves, right? It's like you have yeah. to like go with the book and it speeds your heart, <sighs> your heart's racing, you know? Yeah. It could have been that thing um mm. i still think even with the beginning it still is that thing i still think it's like mm. perfectly paced and everything um yeah 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 i don't but. think I, I i would say i don't think well i don't think that beginning was needed i don't think it takes away from like the dread yeah. because you still have mm. like you even if even if you haven't seen the original you know going into it that it's a horror movie so you know yeah, some shit's about like bad shit's about to happen regardless mm. of whether we got the like cut scene at the opening or whether we have seen the like original um so yeah i don't know i yeah, I said I think the dread's still there, and I think because it's every everything is so bleak, especially on this one, and like the acting is toned down or like toned to regular the way yeah. it would be, um, it makes it more like intense. I think mm -hmm. I, yeah. I I agree, and like just it just it just works, and you know the what really works I think in the in the original is the point of view, right? We get all these point of view. It almost feel it felt more to me like. Here's one thing that I really liked about the original over over the remake. Let's pick something, right? <laughs> um, I liked that the woods felt like they were alive from the beginning. Yeah. Um, and then the the remake, it it really felt like things were only activated once the book was read, right? Um, yeah. But in the original, we see the camera moving all over the place. We see like smoke coming from leaves, and like the when he walks up on the porch, the the swing is going, and like it stops, and it just it's. 
I, it was it was very creepy uh, mm. the way yeah, I think because yeah. then it's like you're surrounded by this living thing that you cannot escape. Yeah, I think the yeah that's what I mean. Like I think the opening, like although that was you know we were talking about the camera shots and the way that they were done in the original, uh, but I just think like even when you see like they have like their their banter in the car, they have that their banter uh, in the car as it's going along towards <laughs> Gavin, uh, which obviously we don't get in the remake. But even just the camera shots when like the you know the camera's following the car from above and you can see like the branches are like you know being pushed by the camera. It's almost as if you know we've seen this entity following them. It's not just a camera shot. Whereas we kind of just have like an upside down shot in this one, and then it just follows them in, into the cabin. Because they have money, so they can get up high, right? Whereas like, <laughs> in the original, they just have a camera. So if they bump into a branch, it's like, well, fuck, mm. you know. Well, we're bumping <laughs> into a branch. I think they were more it's, creative with that, though. I think there was just because yeah. they didn't have that money, they were like, right, what can we realistically create out of what we've got? And it, I think it really, really works. I agree. I think even there's even like one shot where like she's running away after the tree rape scene, and like the camera like goes up, and there's like a tree falling down and it's yeah, like it yeah. just works there's something just like mm. weird about it and and do you remember that scene where the camera's going from window to window mm. and it seems like so much like a person and so something that's just so there and tangible that like everybody should have looked over and seen what was standing there but like mm. nobody even sensed it was there it just yeah. felt like it added something I, don't, I can't even describe it it just added something Mm, it's like an invisible presence like even when you get that shot when scott like leans out of the window and like you see him like look left and like look right and it's almost as if you can't see that entity that's right in front of him just watching straight away but i think they play with point of view so damn well i think the 2013 pays a lot of homage to that when you see like the point of view shots that they do as well but i think yeah they really really go for it in the original and it really really does add to that effect and that tension of there is something always watching them that we can't see Whereas kind of, you know, when Mia becomes infected and then we see that kind of creature in the woods that kind of looks like Mia as well, we kind of get that, we get that character and we see, all right, so this is the character that we can see that is looking at them. Yeah. Whereas I think in the original, it's more mystery, do you know what I mean? It is literally just a POV shot. And in that respect, for me, that adds that other level of like creepiness when you're like, oh God, like what is this evil presence that's watching them? And I really like that about the original. Yeah, yeah. I mean, for like, I mean, like you said, Zach, would say something nice. I do think... The original, they do work really well with what they had. Like they, yeah. they, the things they achieved are very impressive. And like, even the like deadite makeup. I mean, they do a good job of it's like awful. It just, I mean, not not bad, but it like looks just the whole movie Nolly. just feels wrong, doesn't yeah. it? It feels like yeah. an abomination that never should have been made, and it just like. Mm. It just, yeah. And like, whereas like 2013 is clearly a movie. This one feels yeah. more like a home found footage. It's like Texas Chainsaw mm -hmm. Massacre felt like a documentary that shouldn't have been there. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. I felt more freaked out with the, the makeup in the first one, even just like the scenes when, you know, when she, like, is it Shelly when she's like chewing her own arm off? And I'm like, Jesus Christ, like, I got to look away. And then when um, Linda gets the pencil in the Achilles heel as well, and the twist that, yeah. of that, I that, that, I kind of love it. But at the same time, I'm like, Jesus Christ. But again, it just looks so gnarly. But again, like, it's that roughness and it's that, yeah, like that, it, it's that aesthetic of the first film that really does kind of work. Yeah. Um, the pencil scene. <laughs> I, think, I anytime i think of movie violence or horror movie violence i always think of that one because i remember watching them when i was a little little kid um i had this friend courtney and her dad loved horror movies and so he had like all of them and so she would show us some on on weekends um and uh we saw that one and i just remember that scene just 
fucking me up. I think I had mm-hmm. nightmares about the pencil, everything. It's just, it was gruesome. Grim. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so then that kind of goes into like my next point, effects. You know, mm-hmm. like clearly they had more budget here so they could do the mix of like um, practical effects and then, you know, anything digital they needed to do worse. Like the original, mm-hmm. they just had the digital and they're like, okay, well, if it looks bad, it's just going to look <laughs> bad. Um, I don't know what, what works and what doesn't about all of the effects. Um, I, I kind of like the practical effects. It reminds me of like original Star Wars, you know, like when they kind of just made like made everything essentially. Mm-hmm. But I like that the 2013 version, they predominantly do a lot of practical effects mm-hmm. as well. They just kind of, they're more selective of when they do digital. And I think that's really clever. It's a nice homage to the original, but as well, it just makes some of those scenes look really nasty. And I really, really like that about the original. So yeah, like I think sometimes practical effects are a bit, oh, that looks a bit uh, questionable. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I mean, yeah. some, of the, some of the makeup, obviously, in the original, it does look nasty, kind of like season one of Buffy Vampire in places. Yeah. But uh, yeah, awesome. it's a little bit nasty around the eyes at times. But um, I kind of like that. I kind of look like that rough edgeness. And I like that they brought some of that to the remake as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, I thought, yeah, with the remake, they just kind of perfected it. Because like yeah. in the first one, it, I think they did a really good job of what they had. But like sometimes it's so apparent that it's like, like you said, season one of Buffy, when it's like, that costume makes that man not able to move. And I can tell by watching him. <laughs> um, and like, I felt like with the the 2013 one, they definitely like did it. Cause I, I, I can't say that I noticed a lot of digital stuff. No. I'm thinking the tree rape scene was probably digital. It looked more digital. Yeah. So yeah, that's thing, true, yeah. like, yeah. Uh, there's just certain moments that like, maybe it was used, but I still can't even tell. Um, whereas like, there is like the roughness, like you said, of the, of the original practical effects that there's something that just, it, it doesn't look a hundred percent great, but it, that's what works for it is like, sometimes yeah. you can see a prosthetic kind of peeling off, you know, over yeah. on the side. And like, that even looks, looks gross. It looks disgusting. Mm. Um, all of the fingers, you can tell they're like wearing glove things. Cause their fingers yeah. are like so fat. And, <laughs> Did you notice the part where there's uh, there's some part where they're trying to get um, uh, Cheryl down in the basement, and there's clearly a dummy that they keep like hitting over and over again. But yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. there's moments like that where it just like takes me out of it. Um, or yeah. like when she's sitting, uh, when his girlfriend Linda's kind of sitting there, and we see her from the back of the head, and she's kind of just mm. like laughing, um, yeah. and he starts hitting her, and it's like clearly something like. Mm. like a weird like stunt thing but um i kind of like that cheryl uh, sorry uh, that linda moment just yeah. because so when you see like cheryl <laughs> when not necessarily the slapping i mean it is slapstick it is absolute yeah. slapstick at that point but what i like about the linda moment there is you know we see like shelly and cheryl and as soon as they're possessed they go into attack mode right so they are literally attacking like the guys and obviously you know tearing into them what i really like about that linda scene what freaks me out more about it is she's just sitting laughing and watching like she could at any point get up and attack but she chooses not to so straight away you're like right what is what is her motive what is she doing here and i really like that unknownness about her where she could attack she's choosing not to. she's just watching i wouldn't be turning my fucking back on her at any point but uh yeah that makeup that like (laughs) just like clown makeup that she's basically (laughs) got on is hilarious at that point but yeah that manic laughing that freaked me out more than the other two characters attacking because again it's just that eeriness that unknown with her Mm -hmm. Yeah. And what's just, I don't know. It's just, it's just, like I said, it just feels wrong. The whole, the whole mm-hmm. first movie just feels wrong. Um, as far as like scariness, um, 
also like the effects of the first one like i think that does scare me a little bit more than the ones in the in the remake um the ones in the remake it looks like more real but i think just the the wrongness of the original scares me more but like overall scariness what what are the scariest parts of each one you know what are the scariest like elements that they've put into this that work best for you all i think um (laughs) when this is like so random but when ash in the original is holding the chainsaw over linda um and you if did you notice you can see the actress's like pulse racing in her neck she's breathing in every shot that she's supposed yeah, to be dead yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, she has never been dead once no, in that no, film never, never. but um but apparently the uh that's the real chainsaw being held over her so that actress was like freaking out because she was thinking jesus christ it's a real chainsaw hold up hello me i have to say like overall there was never what there was never a point when i genuinely felt like jesus i'm scared mm-hmm. like um i think zach we were talking about this before like in you know like in the conjuring that moment with the hands coming out and the clap clap like i remember seeing that in the cinema and i was like oh like that that did give me like the shivers there was never a point of that in here it's just more it's like a different type of horror really it's like more especially the 2013 it's just more gore really like there's a yeah. big push for the gore effects um there was more kind of like thriller suspense i guess like when she's been in the 2013 i guess the moment for me is you know when mia's come back and she's been chased by the presence and she's kind of like making all of the wrong decisions by going <laughs> into the pipe then going between the walls and then like then trying to go under the car i'm like what do you do when you've got a chainsaw but anyway um but yeah like that chase for me was quite uh, tense and i was like that had me kind of more on the edge of my seat because i was like what are you going to do come on let's do this yeah. um but i wasn't i would never say i was fully scared mm-hmm. uh, just more kind of like suspenseful more like thriller to be honest by you Ian. I agree with Adam. Yeah. <laughs> it's not been scary at all. Um, I just, um, I think it's like more intense. Okay. Like there's, you know what I mean? Like I think of like something like Saw, but like this mm-hmm. is done better, but like it's where you're like, oh, fuck, oh, fuck. Yeah. But you're not like, oh, I'm going to like, I'm worried this will happen to me or like, I don't know. There's no like, but it is like fucking intense, right? And I yeah. don't think mm-hmm. the first one really gets to that intensity level. But I also think it's just because it like, the roughness of it, I can't get to that intensity. Mm-hmm. Like, I think the movie wanted us to be, you know, when they released in 81, wanted you to be feeling intense, but like, eh. Yeah, no, I agree with you, I agree with you. Um, it's something that always, like, makes a movie scary for me is if, if I'm thinking about it later, if I'm like, look, if I'm alone and, yeah. you know, some, there's a dark spot in my room and I'm, I can yeah. picture it there, like, and in the 2013, there was a lot of moments of like, or just a few moments of like, she would look like, remember when she's running through the woods or whatever, and she at some point looks into the trees and she can see the version of herself kind of like, (sighs) (sighs) like that scared the fuck out of me. And I could still like, if I look in a dark corner, I can picture that. And so that'll, that'll get me. Um, Or like, uh, there was a video a long time ago on like YouTube where, um, there's this girl and she's like, you know, doing a video thing or whatever in the back of her, there's a, like a door frame. It's an open door, but it, like the top of the door frame, she, um, there's like hair that kind of comes down. Like somebody's kind of looking down. Um, and just at the top of the door frame, which is where nobody would be standing. Um, and that kind of happens at the end in the chase scene where she like is in the shed and she looks over at the door and like, mm. you know, the figures kind of coming in, like stuff like that imagery like that usually sticks with me. Um, I will say, um, there's a reason this door is always shut. 
not just when I'm recording, but like that, like doorways, I'm always afraid of like seeing someone in a doorway. Yeah. Like yeah. seeing like that's something that like just stresses me out. Mm-hmm. Um, so I always like need to have a door shut if I'm in the room. Cause like, that's another reason I don't like having my back to a room. Yeah. Um, Cause yeah. I just always get like nervous about yeah. that. Something pe- like me, me catching something peeking from a doorway is what I'm always terrified of. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you mentioned house of leaves already, but like oh, that scene in house of leaves, oh, and he's like God. something in the corner of your eye that you can't really see, but you see that it's there. I think of that all the time. Yes. Yeah. I think yeah. um, one of the scariest ones for me in hereditary, which I know you've both covered, but it's just, you know, like when you see the kind of naked man in the doorway and yes. it's like, it's, but you it's can't see, so, but you can. You, yeah. yeah. So you kind of look and you can see something, but you're not sure. And then you just look close and you see like this weird cheesy smile yeah. as well. That freaked me out because that should not be happening. Yeah. You know, and you're like, yeah. what the actual hell? Why is he doing this? Why is he naked? Why is he smiling? Why can't I really see him properly? And uh, yeah. that yeah. shit freaks me out. And so then, yeah, like totally narratively, it makes no sense. And so yeah. it's just it's something that doesn't belong. Um, yeah. That movie, I, I have a big gripe with that movie because there's a lot that's supposed to be in like shadows and you're only supposed to be able to faintly see it. But it like that movie changes so much from TV to TV to TV that mm. like your TV settings have to be absolutely perfect to watch that movie and, and get the actual scares from it that you're supposed to. I think when we rewatched it, I couldn't see them at all. Yeah, and when I watched oh, really? it, I saw everybody in like perfect light. <laughs> <laughs> There's this scene. Do you remember the scene where, not to get too much on her attitude, the scene where like she's like, she gets possessed by Charlie and they're all standing around the, the glass and stuff like that. Yeah, on my TV, yeah. it's like, it looks like daylight. And I made my mom watch it with me. And she's like, why are they doing that during the day? I'm like, it's supposed to be nighttime. <laughs> <laughs> just standing there with like coffee and just like, <laughs> totally cut. It's, like, it's just awful. But like, no, I don't know. Whatever, we're not on hereditary. Let's talk about the final scenes, their final like Ooh. climactic scenes, yeah. and then which ones we like better, and which you know what what does it better for you? I mean, twenty thirteen. Yeah. I mean, hands down, that scene that is yeah. for me the most like memorable. Like I remember that scene. Yeah. I I didn't need to rewatch that scene because I remember that scene so well. I I mean, we talked about it a little when we uh, talked about the final Fear Street, Zach. When her fucking hand is ripped off, uh, like, I, I like, I feel like I had such a reaction in the theater to that. Like, I was just like, oh yeah. god, like, yeah. it's so brutal, it's so intense, and it's like while she's being chased, like, it's not like, oh, someone mm. comes and cuts off your hand. It's like, oh no, I'm in <laughs> trouble. Also, my hand is being ripped off. Yeah, I mean, thinking back on it, you know, the ground was a little wet. She probably could have dug a little bit. No, this hand's coming off. <laughs> she just said, ah! <laughs> like, like it's just so intense like i yeah. think what we're kind of lacking in horror and i feel like we're kind of having a horror resurgence right we're like we're getting better horror movies now yeah. but we're still kind of lacking in horror movies it's like a really good chase scene and i feel like this kind of gives it to us in the, in like the last 10 years this is like one of the better final chase scenes that we ever have because it's mm-hmm. like it's herself like a like a you know evil devil witch bitch like version of herself kind of coming after herself and like rain everything's fucking red and like it's just like perfection and she goes in the wall and like stabbing through and like it's it's a leg yeah it's just awful but it's just so good 
Oh, it's amazing. I think one of my favourite shots from the whole film was, um, you know, the scene when it's just her outside and the whole cabin goes up in flames and yeah. you see like her in silhouette. That shot is beautiful. I'd love to have mm-hmm. that as like a background. That's gorgeous, that yes. shot. I'm but, sure um, you can get it as a background. I'm sure next time we see you, it'll be it'll be a yeah. mur- mural on your wall. <laughs> it will be. And I'll be mirroring that shot. <laughs> just... I love it. I love it. But, uh, but no, I love that shot. Like this whole back wall will be that. But um, yeah, but I, you know, it, it is a really, really intense, I was saying about it before, is that it's a really intense chase scene that right at the end, because it doesn't give up. And as I say, she's making horrendous decisions, putting herself into that pipe and then crawling, crawling up. I love when she has that moment. It's kind of a bit of Pulp Fiction when, you know, you've both seen Pulp Fiction, right? Yeah. You know, when Bruce Willis is like looking at the different weapons and then he settles on the samurai sword at the top. It's mm-hmm. like, it's just that little moment there where she looks at the machete and she's like, no, and then looks at the chainsaw. And again, it's... it's a, that's fan, that's it's fan great. service to hell. Of course I, it is. I love it. And I think love it's it. so great. You know? Love it. I was like, you pick up that damn chainsaw. And when she's like, you know, struggling with the pet, like the uh, gas or petrol, as we say in the UK, yeah. to put it into yeah. like, in, into it. And it's like going everywhere. But I love as well. I always love shots like this in horror films. And I think... Conjuring 2 did this really well is you know like when you see the character look at something and then the camera kind of pans on like the floor and it kind of, you get a quick flash yeah. and you kind of you know you know it's coming but then you still see like her and she's just there resting just like that yes, like, you're like oh Jesus I love that <laughs> like you know in the Conjuring when Lorraine's like looking in the mirror and she's like yeah. keeps looking back and then finally you see her at the end you know yeah. it's coming but every time you're like Jesus I love that bit yeah. But yeah and then when she goes in the wall Zach as you said and like the knife's coming through and she gets a leg cut and you're like oh and then breaks out and you're like is she gonna get out and then when obviously the car tips in and pulls out you really don't think she's gonna get out and what (laughs) makes it just like crazy and intense is that it just the hits never stop coming to her you know she's like getting she has no moment to rest and like when she's like (laughs) sitting there and trying with the chainsaw why didn't she start up the chainsaw like immediately she doesn't have fucking time i like i love (laughs) the moment where she just like just a spark of it you know adrenaline ingenuity and like she just hits the board and like the thing comes down and she's like and like she's shaking and getting it everywhere and just Mm. it's just so good um and then that line at the end feast on this motherfucker and And i usually hate a final line like that but it just works so great you know it's just so good and she's like chainsaws through like the whole you know it it, the fucking thing in half and then it like sinks into the earth and like that's what i think would have made the movie so much better is like if they really did like the first one show us that the woods were alive and then it sinks down into the ground it's like you know anything could come up from the ground anything can like you know it would have been so cool um this whole thing just feels like you know bruce campbell is is loki and and she's mia (laughs) Mia sylvie (laughs) they just have they just are the variants you know uh, I mean, I, I, I've never thought more in a horror movie. Wow, my will to live would not be this strong. I would yeah. die. Like if I had to keep pulling my arm and I was like, ooh, my hand hurts. I'd be like, well, I just lay here and die then. I can't keep pulling. It's just that fear oh. of like, I think, I don't believe you though. I don't believe you because I think you think this, but I feel like the fear of it actually getting to you would be Adrenaline. so strong that you would be fucking mm-hmm. gone Ian. you would make it you'd, you'd pull a tree down and like <laughs> bang a tree around and like <laughs> yes ian give me that energy <laughs> you'd have you'd, and it, this is your final girl outfit right here ian. you've got it i think covered in blood credit yes <laughs> so i so i have a question okay so yeah, i want to know yeah. what your take on this let's say the three of us went to a cabin in the woods okay you find the cellar door, the basement door, okay? Would you go down? Zach would. I know Zach would. Yeah. If I was in the... the name is if, 
Zach's turning into a dead eye right now. Pop up face makeup. <laughs> I'm just laughing manically. But um, no, I think if I was obviously there by myself, hell no. But I was if I was there with other people, 100 percent I'd be like, right, let's go and have a look. Let's take a light. Well, let's especially go if it were okay, if it were the two of you, Adam, you would be nicer to me with me being scared. So you <laughs> would like humor me a little bit more. Yeah. And then I would be like, okay, if, if Adam will be nice to me and like hold my hand while we go into yes. spooky basement. All right. And I know that you would, Adam, but if we're mm. just me and Zach, we would probably fight about it. And I'd be like, yeah, see, see, we shouldn't be talking about the spooky basement. It's going to hell. And something's happening. That moved on its own. Um, I would totally go down into a spooky basement, go up to a spooky attic and anything. I, what I will not fuck with is reading devil worship out of a book. I won't fuck yeah. with that. I won't do mm. a Ouija board. None of that. But you know, I'll go look around. I'll see, see like yeah. where I the would shit read is. it, but just like don't read it out loud is no, how I just don't feel do like it. no flick don't through. Do it. Look at the pictures. Yeah, be like, oh, this looks bad. Yeah. <laughs> the pictures. That's all we need. <laughs> I remember um I remember I used to go to like I used to go to, I'm I'm a drama kid. So I used to go to a drama school on a Saturday and um it was this really old building and we were never allowed on the third floor. Except one time, so obviously that is like straight away, that's a red flag to kids. Like, we've got to get on the third floor. Right. right. So we went up and went into this room and we found some really old Polaroids of people that used to be in that building. And it was really fucking weird because yeah. a lot of them were just like people posing. But one of them was someone of like someone vomiting into the toilet. Really strange. Whoever took that photograph is fucked up. <laughs> but we couldn't find where that toilet was in the building. It was really, really weird. So that was like trying to find this toilet in the building. But I love shit like that when you find like little relics of like people that were there before. So we're like, oh my God, there's the main hall, like where we do like our performances in. And that's what year is this from, this Polaroid? But I love shit like that. So yeah, so going down in the basement and finding stuff like that. 100%. Ian and I, I think on our last stream, we <clears throat> talked about yeah. um, like the mental institutions, right, that we've been to and stuff mm -hmm. like that. So when we, um, in college, I used to go to one with my friends and one time we went to one and in the children's ward were a bunch of pictures of like, like in it, because everything was still there. So it was a bunch of pictures like in a desk of just like operations back then, you know, like kids sitting in beds or like, you know, um, and none of it was like, and I didn't see any pictures of anybody throwing up or anything, but it still yeah. like was so fucking eerie. And yeah. like, it's just, it's just crazy that, you know, stuff yeah. like that would even be there still, you know? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I actually was like, okay, Ian, don't repeat 10 of your stories. Cause I do that often. Um, but I was like, oh, I can relate all this to like what we said in the last live stream. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, so I would look, but I just, I always need someone to like, be the person that's like it's all right you'll be <laughs> morning <in. clears throat> yeah no see I'd, I'd, I'd get the curse put on us <laughs> you would, you would. <laughs> just by going <clears throat> something though like i promise you i would not i would not fuck with no devil shit um, you would be like Ian, shut up it's fine you're just being a fucking baby and then we're all cursed and deadites <laughs> well, let's, let's let's talk about our roles in a horror movie who's living who dies first and who's the uh I don't know. I guess who's who does it? More on the three of us. All right. Well, I could say for the three of us, I would know. Zach, you would die first. I would die second. Adam would be the final girl. Adam is final girl. We'll go. For I'll that. take that. In my mind, I was like, I'm going to be final girl, but I'm just politely not going to say anything. Except for on my bloody Judy, where we, me and Ian, always get to be the final forgets. Oh, <laughs> Adam, you're first. See ya. Yeah, I'm out of here. I'm head off. <laughs> All right. A shovel swings by, head off. <laughs> um, here's a fun question, just kind of to close us out, I guess. Um, 
what are your what are your final girl weapons of choice what are you getting out of the situation with an axe Mm. i say that because uh left for dead the zombie video game that i used to live i lived the two different straight boys i lived with in new york both of them had it left for dead 2 Mm. is so good and like might be my favorite video game of all time because it's It's just great. such a good, fun zombie game. It's um, great. And like stressful. And you can play the same board a hundred times and there's different <laughs> things. But I always had an axe and I was a lot better with killing zombies with an axe. Mm. I can't shoot for shit. And I know if I can't shoot in a <laughs> video game, I'm not gonna be able to shoot in real life. Yeah. So like, it's gotta be a weapon like that. While I don't want to be close to the monster mm. ghosties, I know that's the only way I'd be able to manage. Okay. Mm. I think I always like the idea of a gun, but then there's always the question of ammunition. Once you run out, it's useless, yeah. right? Yeah. So I think I always like the idea of like a really big knife mm-hmm. um, and not just like a little like, like like reading my mind here. Like, like not just like a butter knife. Like yeah. I'm talking like a real big fuck off knife, like, like a, a knife, like a real yeah. Big and you've got to hold it this way. Like you, no one's holding it this way. We're talking this way. Yeah. But yeah, just that imagery of like, yeah, just that. Yeah. So I think, yeah, a big fuck off knife for me. I'll go with you. I, I'll, I'll start out with a gun and then I have a hunter's knife like strapped to my leg yeah. somewhere. Um, yeah. And then the problem with a gun also is like, what kind of monster are we facing? Because it might not do shit to them, right? Most of them, it's not going to do shit to them, but it'll, it'll <laughs> get you a couple seconds to get on out of there for a minute. Oh, um, someone's been reading Final Girl Support Group. <laughs> I don't want to give no spoilers. <laughs> That's literally a line in the book, Adam. Yeah. Oh my God. Love that. So good. Are you going to read that, Adam? I will 100% read it. Is it on audiobook or is it just... uh, It is. It is. It's read read by the first Final Girl from the very first Friday the 13th. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I'll get it on Audible. I'll definitely give it a read. I need need a new book anyway, so I'll definitely check it out. Page 70, but it's only because I haven't had any time to read. Mm -hmm. It's not not a beach book. (laughs) (laughs) We had a baby with us. There was no time to read on the baby. Read it to Esme. She'll listen. You need to learn this. <laughs> yeah, you never know if you'll be a final girl. All right. Well, we thank you so much for coming on with us, Adam. Um, this was really fun. And we're going to have to have you come on again. For 100%, guys. I love this. Thanks so much for having me on. I really, really appreciate it. I had a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah, is he is he technically a camp counselor with us, or is he one of the one of the campers? You'd be a camper, Adam. I'll be a camper. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we're the Adam camp would be like slutty camper. That's what he's doing. Just showing his tits to, to the camera. Hey, everyone. <laughs> um, we'll have to do that for the next. I wish we would have thought of that because we could have been it with uh, camp counselors and our, our, our camper. Let's yeah. do it next time. Yeah, we'll do that. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much, everybody, for watching. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Have a spooky rest of your day. Bye. Bye.